Hey, it's Brian K. Vaughn, and you're listening to Chris's Comics. Welcome to Chris's Comics Podcast. My name is Chris Thunderbolt Pull Wizard Wakefield, <laughs> and this is a podcast about comic books. <laughs> With me, as always, is punk rock pirate Time Lord, Mr. Jay Bidette. Oh, God, I, I forgot I called you that. <laughs> the Pull Wizard. Pull Wizard, I'm, mate. I'm claiming that. I'm keeping that. <laughs> you are. You are Pull Wizard. I feel like... I needed more things in my name since you're the punk rock pirate Time Lord. I needed something. So, uh, Thunderbolt Pull Wizard, I'm going to claim. I mean, and also don't forget that it does have a little double entendre, which works well with uh, Ask a Yank, because then Field Mouse is yanking, and you're still you're pulling, you're a little pull wizard. Uh, oh, yeah. That's dead good. You know what? We might bring the podcast back just to use that. <laughs> just for that. <laughs> just for that. So, uh, how are you, dude? I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm just still waiting on... I had some updates today about my comics. For those who don't know, I've been waiting since the 5th of January for some comics. Um, normal floppy issues, and that's why I've called Chris a pull wizard, because he's been trying to get me into starting a pull list and all this, and I don't I don't like that committing. I'm a commit-phobe when it comes to that. I'd rather just go as and when. But I've had... Uh, emails off them all all the suppliers today just saying that it's the royal mail um they, they are posted and it's when they've chased because i'm not the only one royal mail is like yeah it's still in our warehouse so that's so weird isn't that weird yeah, considering I've, you I've ordered taken... something that i recommended on the last pod or yeah. and it came the next day <laughs> via yeah, royal you, mail you recommended me the new uh star wars book What's it called? I've got it here. High um, Republic. Not to not to rub it in, but I've got it right next to me. Fuck you. Star Wars the Star Wars the High Republic issue one, um, and you'd already ordered that, <laughs> and you told me about it, and I was like, okay, I'll uh, I'll check it out, um, and then uh, yeah, pre-ordered it with our local comic shop, Worlds Apart, and um, that yeah, the, I got it like the next day it came out. So I don't I don't know what's happened with yours, but you've been. Uh, you've had bad luck on eBay, haven't you? So. Yeah, yeah. And my, but I've uh, taken you under my wing now. You're my Padawan, and I'm teaching you the ways of the pull. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds so wrong. <laughs> how uh. to, uh, yeah, how to do it right. But um, yeah, I mean, I, I won't. I'll talk about the High Republic in a bit after we've talked about our I main. I'll talk about event. it too fucking much because I. But no, I Reddit. won't. I won't. Don't worry. I'm not going to go into it. There's, there's not really much to spoil anyway. But um, yeah, I'll, I'll talk about that in a bit. Uh, but yeah, our, our main event today is going to be everything Wonder Woman, specifically focusing on the two first New Fifty Two trades and the new Wonder Woman movie, Wonder Woman 1984. Mm. 
And then we'll also be talking about all the latest books we've been reading from our pull list. But first, do you have any news you want to talk about, JB? Uh, there's been a bit of news, and we were talking about it, both you and I, last night. So Chip Zdarsky is doing a book um, where, where it's apparently going to be... Like, it's like a... What's his name? I've lost all words today. I've been terrible. Um, uh, like an Elseworld? An Elseworld, yeah. Fuck me. What if? What if Marvel. was what I was... I was looking for what yeah. if, and I couldn't think what. Um, yeah, a what if if uh, Peter kept the Venom symbiote and just let himself mm. be consumed by it. And uh, it's called... Spa- was it called Shadows of the Spider? Oh, God. It, that doesn't sound right. No, it doesn't. <laughs> that, Although, sounds like that sounds like a boss kung, boss kung Fu movie. <laughs> no, here we go. Spider, but, uh, Spider-Man, Spider's Shadow. Here we go. Right, okay. Yeah, so you're close. I, was, I was close. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, do you think he's going to end up just, like, dancing in a club with emo hair like Tobey Maguire and making <laughs> his girlfriend jealous? I think it'd be like, very, it would be <laughs> very weird. This. <laughs> it'd be very weird if Chip Zdarsky didn't hint at that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, I'm I'm looking forward to that. You know, we both obviously love a good what if story, and uh, and we both Chip love Spider Man, isn't he? So. Yeah, and we like Chip. There's a lot to like. There's a a lot there for us to, uh, yeah, just enjoy. Um, I'm trying to. Th- I feel there was something else that me and you talked about as well. Another release or something. I else. will mention though about that uh, Chip book, um, the, the colorer Matt Hollingsworth. Uh, he's on that, and he did White Knight, so it looks nice. There's a couple of preview pages um, up at the moment, so yeah, can't wait for that. It looks good. What was the um, what was the was the Batman book? Just a, a normal Batman book, the one you. Got? Oh yeah, more Chip new news actually. He's um, he's batting for both teams. He's doing a Batman book called Batman Urban Legends, I think it's called. Um, I think that's out in March. I do believe. But it's like uh, like an anthology series. I think there's a few different stories in there. And Chip's doing one that's set around the Red Hood time. So that sounds really cool. Oh, there you go, then. Looking forward to his take on Batman. I mean... And uh, obviously, Tom Taylor's uh, going to be on Nightwing, so I'm stoked for that. I'm going to start pulling that book. Oh, is he? Uh, it's Tom Taylor. Yeah. When's that start? So, uh, just let me double check. Me and Fieldmas were talking about this. I love it. I love um, a good Nightwing. Me. Yeah, I love a bit of Dick. I mean, I haven't been pulling Dick lately, but no, he's called Rick now, isn't he? Well, no, he's back. He's back to Dick now. Oh, is he? Yeah, yeah, he's uh, he's back to Dick. He's back in the red and uh, not red and blue, fucking black and blue, and uh, yeah, full on, full on Nightwing. But they're not. Um, it's not getting like renumbered or anything. It's just carrying on. But Tom's just taking over. Uh, oh. I'm trying to look through our messages now just to see. That's annoying. I would have liked them to have just started again with, especially with Tom Taylor, rather than have to yeah. re- him have to retroactively work within a a, a con- like a current canon. Oh, fucking hell! I'm gonna have to. Well, I, I don't know. It's like if well, you, I can look I'm it up. gonna say. I'm going to say 77, and it comes out in March. That's probably completely wrong, but, um, yeah, stoked on that. Uh, yeah, there's a few new Batman books coming out. Sh- Shock Horror, would you believe it, from DC? Yeah, <laughs> yeah look, I mean, people... It's, there's it's a new, get... new Joker book as well, solo solo book, so... It was... It's Let's be honest, it's getting quite bad now, where even the mainstream, like, 
yokels of comics, like people don't pay that much attention, have noticed that DC is just Batman at the moment. It's yeah. it, it's getting to the point where I'm seeing I'm seeing memes, man. I'm seeing I'm seeing popular culture talking about DC aren't doing anything other than Batman, which is like mad because we're about to do a Wonder Woman filled episode. They've got great characters. They've got fantastic yeah. characters. And as we've talked about with other characters and other publishers like Miles Morales and stuff like that, why do people, why do creators just, and publishers just not know what to do with these characters that there's so much to do with? It's bizarre. Well, they've just started this new Future State stuff uh, for January and February. All of the titles are on hold and they're doing this Future State. They're doing like two issues of like new characters. You know, there's a new Wonder Woman, there's a new Batman. Um, it's like you know, it's almost like a what if Elseworlds, you know, like it's direct yeah, sequel from Death it, Metal. It, so there's no, it's it's all what if stuff, which is fine. I like a good what if, but they're literally putting all the titles on hold because they have no fucking clue what they're doing right now. Or if they do, they're having a really really big meeting about it because they 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 they're worried about. They could have done this at the same time. They've done well, they, other events at the same time. The thing is, they need new characters, and they're just trying something different out because, I mean, they they tried that thing where it was, was it called the New Age of Heroes? And there was that awful, like, what's it called? Sidewinder or Sideways? Oh, that was it. Oh, no, Sideways. There was Sideways. And there was, like, Incredible damage. Hulk. Um, you, liked, was, like, you liked their version of the Fantastic Four, didn't oh, you? Oh, the Terrifics. That was good, yeah. That was terrific. But all the rest uh, completely flopped. Um, so they've tried that. They've tried bringing in new characters in main continuity, you know, with issue ones, and and that didn't work. So they're trying to do it different now, where you know they're saying, okay, you know, we're doing like a future jump, and here's some new characters. And from what I've heard from Field Mouse, all the Futures End books, not Futures End, that was a Freudian slip. That was a, a few years ago, Futures End. That was the Batman Beyond stuff. But yeah, uh, Future State, um, apparently they've all been really good. And Field Mouse has actually convinced me to jump in. So <laughs> I've ordered some some of the Future State uh, stuff. So next I mean, episode, that's great. I'll, be t- I'll be telling you what it's like. That's great that it's all great. But at the end of the day, it's it's not a cure. It's it's temporary. It's Well, it's... you don't know. You don't know. They'll probably go, oh, you know, we'll see what characters are successful and then do some sort of weird multiverse thing where, you know, Marvel did it with, um, you know, Secret Wars. You know, they just mashed their two universes together, uh, you know, 616 and Ultimate, and they just picked the best of the bunch and threw them in a main universe I know, together. You but know. I'm just, I just don't think that they've got the balls to keep a black Batman. I just don't think mm, they do. Well, we'll see. We'll see. Mm. But, uh Yeah. Should we jump into our main event or anything else? You want to yeah, talk about? no, I think I think we've covered covered a lot there. All right, a little, well, little little talk. So we're going to talk about the first two volumes of the New Fifty Two Wonder Woman, written by Brian Azzarello and illustrated by Cliff Chang. Um, now, these this run has been like hailed as like this like fantastic run like definitive you know modern modern wonder woman run like you know changed the game you know changed the origin and all this and uh mm. so it's been pushed on me for a while and i've only just got around to reading them um you, you read them a while back didn't you yeah yeah i 
Yeah, I did. Because I, I, I like Wonder Woman. I think in the anticipation for the film coming out, I was yeah. like, you know what? I like the character, and why have I not got any Wonder Woman comics? I should just go, go in for it. So I went with New 52. I just thought it was a good leaping on point, and these were the books I started with. Yeah, I basically did the same. You know, I'm on a bit of a Wonder Woman kick at the moment, like with the new film coming out on that. Uh, I, just, I was just like, yeah, I'll read some Wonder Woman. And then I started uh, in a bit of a backwards way by reading the Rebirth New Origin. Um, I know you hate Mon- it when monster. I do this, when I like, read things monster. in a really weird order. But um, yeah, I did that. So I read like, what was it called? Wonder Woman uh, Year One, I think it was called. or um, But yeah, so I read that and then I read these two. Um, so I'll read out the synopsis for volume one go on so hippolyta queen of the amazons has kept a secret from her daughter all her life and when wonder woman learns who her father is her life will shatter like brittle clay the only one more shocked than diana by this revelation bloodthirsty hera so why is her sinister daughter strife so eager for the truth to be told superstar writer brian azarello creates a new direction at for one of DC's best-known heroes, with spectacular art by Cliff Chang and Tony Atkins. Um, so, I know I'm in the minority here, but I didn't like it. <laughs> oh, did you not? No, I I just thought, like, you know, Azarello, you know, he certainly went in a different direction here. You know, our entire backstory's changed, which I'm fine with, you know... I don't mind when they sort of mess with continuity and, you know, stuff like that. I'm all for mixing things up a bit. Um, but Yeah, because it, it doesn't, it doesn't to compare it to... Because I've just had a recent thing where I went holy cow against Doctor Who because they've completely messed with doc, uh, the Doctor's origins. It doesn't oh, change really? the character. Yeah, yeah, but it doesn't change the character. Like, in this, no. it, it doesn't no. stop Wonder Woman being Wonder Woman. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have that many consequences. It just... But there are some consequences, so she has to deal with that. But it's fine. It's tidy. And that's why I like yeah. Brian Azzarello. It's tidy writing. I mean, that's not the issue that I had, really, with the change of the origin and stuff like that. You know, like, I mean, that's what they've kind of done, I think. Cause I'm with a lot of the New 52. Ne- the, next, the next volume of Rebirth, I'm going to read after these... Um, I think they go back and do something different with her origin again. But yeah, no, um, I, I've heard Rebirth. She basically discovers that she's had multiple origins. Right, right. That, I, I can't, that's why I want to read up to all these and then go into Rebirth because yeah. I'm going to get educated on all the old classic origins during this, the new Fifty Two origin, and then Rebirth is going to hopefully be as meta as it's meant to be. Yeah, but um, the one. The one that I read, volume well, it's technically volume two of Rebirth, uh, because they did this weird thing where they had um, two different storylines running across the the, uh, the run, where it was like issue one was like the start of the main story, and then issue two was going back and doing like a year one for Diana, you know, like how she met Steve Trevor and her, you know, going into the the USA for the first time, and then they'd you know switch it up with every issue. So volume two is actually the year one stuff. So I'm going to read volume one, and that is apparently you know going way back into origin. But um, so yeah, I digress. This one, so she finds out that she wasn't crafted from clay, 
and brought to life by a mother's prayers. Uh, you know, she was basically just a the result of a one night stand with Zeus. So it was like I thought it was like an episode of Jerry Springer, where like <laughs> the whole family, you know, like Hera is like furious. Yeah, um, dude. Uh, a husband's baby mama, um, <laughs> and then and then Wonder Woman like finds herself like fighting for some chick named Zola, who is also a one night stand of Zeus. I like, mean, which makes sense because Zeus had many is he just putting it about. Like... Well, he, he did. I've I've always seen people put um, the one thing Disney did the best was somehow making out Zeus to be a lovely family man. He was terrible in the in the original uh, scriptures that the Greeks made from. He essentially <laughs> would if he would look down on like from the heavens and if he saw women he fancied, disguise himself as a man, shag him and run away. You know, just one night <laughs> run one night stand. Some of these would get pregnant and would give birth to demigods. Um Hera would be like fuming with the women, never Zeus, and would have them killed. And bear in mind, sometimes Zeus wanted to shag women, but the women didn't want to shag him, so he raped them. Like, Zeus was a fucking bad... Like, king of gods by Greek standards, but a terrible person. This, like, plot thread, though, it does actually remind me of an X-Files episode. So, like, but they did it better. <laughs> Where it's like a an alien, uh, you know... Or someone I can't remember now, but it was the same kind of idea. Uh, but yeah, going back, Zola, uh, she's not she's not the product of a one night stand. She had a one night stand with Zeus, so she's pregnant. So it's Wonder Woman's like half sibling that she's trying to protect. Um, but yeah, I'm not really a fan of Azarello's work. I'm not sure what it is, but his writing just never clicked with me. Yeah, you didn't you know, like. Sort of um... like Batman. I didn't like Batman Damned. Like I loved the art in it, but it's just the writing is sort of like. Do you not well, like Joker? Ca- Have you read Joker yet? Yeah, I like Joker. I mean that again. Like it's got great art in it, so that kind of distracted me from it. But I always think that his characterizations seem a bit off as well. Like he doesn't quite know the characters as he should when he's writing them. He always does something a bit different with them. Um. But, you know, I also find his dialogue hard to read and hard to follow, you know, with the combination of, like, speech bubbles and interior monologue boxes that he does. Like, um, yeah, I, I don't like that, you know, where it switches up. Like, they're having a conversation in their head and there's dialogue going on in the book at the same time. I don't like that. No, I mean, I d- I'm... Twist fl- my melon, man. I'm flipping through... Oh, I've found some here. I like I like it, though, because if you actually... It's never, like... It's not that... It, dialogue is going on in a at the same time it's a cut scene so like he does it so like and in one thing here i've got um the god what's his name the god of war i've just or they just call him war he's just saying at the last panel on this page is he says well we can do what we can to keep the world spinning and then it goes to the next page and diana's at this concert and the box says out of our control Oh no, that's clear. fine. I don't. I don't mind stuff like that. Right. But I mean, like, I don't know. You know, when there's stuff going on in, in those dialogue boxes, I'm trying to find st- what you're on about, but I don't know what you mean because I can't find it myself. I don't. I don't. I don't I, I, I do know what you mean, but I don't think he's guilty of it at all. I think you're. You're. I don't know if you're confusing him with someone. Oh, hold on. I might have found one. No. All no. right. 
I'm flipping through it now, and okay, maybe there's not much in here. I'm talking about Damned, though. He does that a lot in Damned. Oh, in Damned, it's awful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. no, in Damned, it's awful. But, um, but we're not talking about Damned. We're talking about Wonder just, Woman blood. But I just think, like, you know, just pick one or the other. You know, like, you know, um, what's his face? I did White Knight. Uh, yeah, Murphy. that's his rule he, of the Murphy verse. He just it? picks one or the other. You know, he does the monologue boxes, and I'm fine with that. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I just um, I thought it was a bit of a jumbled mess of just uninteresting fight scenes and character introductions. I like, I disagree. I, I the only problem I had with this was when she and Strife go to a, a, a concert. I just thought that was a little out of place and a bit weird. But other than yeah. that, I really enjoyed the story because I didn't know what was going to happen next. I'm a sucker for the... Uh, this is, what again, why I probably like Wonder Woman so much. I love all Greek mythology and Roman mythology. As a kid, I thought it was fascinating. And the way it's like interpreted and, and used in these books is how I, I wish Thor would do it. I've tried to do right. Thor a few times, and I just think it... It overcomplicates it and isn't as entertaining. But this blood, blood certainly, like I, I, well, I just read the other one, Iron Number Three, Iron. I, I did it all in one sitting. I just sat here and huh? I just did it all in one sitting. I'm, I well, don't know what it is about this. I get hungry for the next page and yeah, want to I mean, know what's happening in the story to, next. To be fair, though, I read read these really quickly. They're a quick read. You know, um, and we can talk about Iron in the next one if you want, because I've got that on my pile too. Um, but I mean, you were talking about the uh, the gods, and that was another thing. I kind of hated the way that they were designed. I just found it like baffling and irritating. <laughs> like, when the fuck have you ever seen Hades with a head full of candles? Like, what is that? Well, <laughs> I mean, it's just literally, so... Hades in the Disney one is, is heads on fire. Yeah, but. Okay, yeah, I guess that's a good point. <laughs> but I didn't so, like the candle. He just looked like some weird, like, creepy kid from a horror film, but not in a good way, like... But he... I mean, he kind of... I, I like that. I like that Poseidon is a giant fish creature. I mm. like that um, Hermes is, like... Because he does... Uh, he's written as, like, a man with wings on the... It's a, he has shoes that have wings on to get him about. So they made mm. him, like, part bird but, like, not obviously part bird. I just, there's... I hated the way he looked, though. He had, like, a really long neck in some panels. Yeah, he had a long neck with these big alien... He looked alien, and I thought that was sick as fuck. I I didn't dig it, like... And then, like, at the end, where, like, Wonder Woman, like, yanks out one of Hades' candles and chucks it at Hera, and somehow it traps her. At that point, I was just like... I'm not even going to pretend that I understand what's going on in the story anymore. Like, I, just, I was checked out. I was just like, what? Oh, I've man. had enough. Like, I just, I don't know. I thought the art was boring as well. Like, at no, at not any point did I, like, linger over the artwork to admire it. You know, like you usually do when you're reading a book, when the art's good and you're enjoying it. You, like, take a moment to ha- kind of look at everything. I didn't do that once, and that's not a good sign for me. I just kind of uh, race, race through it, you know. Like, I kind of, I kind of get that, but I feel like the art in this isn't art to be like because there's no like double splash pages. There's nothing like that. No. I don't think they're going for art. They're going for straight up comic storytelling. So like the bit where they sat at the cafe is like 
the, the, there's loads of panels, tons of panels, all just left to right, left to right, of them just having dialogue and having a meal together. And it's just to show, like, this is a this is a conversation, it's busy, it's a, at a cafe. There's not really anything they can do with that. And that, that, that I mean, it's just keeping it as simple as that. Whereas later on, when there's battles with Poseidon, um, the panels get bigger and the camera shots like well the, sh- the angling of the shot is bigger i mean the i'm a foundable splash page the one with precise and it's mm-hmm. taking up all of it um and i, I, know I disagree I'm get... with you I, I i i know what you mean but i don't think not having artwork that makes you go oh is an intrinsic part of a good story or a good comic it adds to it but i yeah I know I'm gonna get like crucified for saying a bad word about Cliff Chang by uh, Ben Allen and Jack Chambers because they're huge fans of Cliff Chang, mm. <laughs> and I know a lot of people love his work. And you know, it's maybe it's just not to my taste. I don't know. Um, but I also didn't like Wonder Woman's costume design. Like I just I don't know. Just not. Why have you kept? Of... Why have you kept this up? Why 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 are you not? You you don't like Brian Azzarello's writing. Yeah. Well, saying you're, that you don't you don't is, like, like the the R's. You're not speaking his language. It <laughs> is like <laughs> the thing is with like Brian Azzarello. I really enjoyed a four issue mini that he did in 2015 called Batman Europa. Um, Giuseppe Camoncoli does the art on it, and he did Darth Vader and Superior Spider Man. So it's a, that's a really good book. Um, so I'm always kind of hanging on hope like that he does something that good again. <laughs> so that's why, I mean, to be fair, I bought all these ages ago anyway because it was such a, a critically acclaimed run. And I was like, well, I'm going to read these one day. You know, I may as well grab mm. them. Um, so I've had like all three volumes for a while and just never read them. Um, but I, I mean, it's I, I didn't I, exactly hate it. I just didn't like it much, you know. Like hmm. it's not a terrible read. It's just lacking something, and I wasn't impressed overall. You know, like like I wanted to like it, and I, I know a lot of people really love it. You know, it's won awards, gets recommended to me all the time. But I just found it boring. Like I, I actually prefer the new DC Rebirth stuff to this. I think her outfit is more dignified than what she's been given in the past um she's not overly overly sexualized or anything like that but without like giving her a beard or anything like that you know it's just like that's what oh an amazonian woman would look like realistically and i think the costume isn't too outrageous it's just quite simple and i i like all of that Um, i mean she has fantastic hair like I keep getting distracted by her hair and all the panels. It's just <laughs> magnificent. It's just fantastic. Um, and I, I was just gonna have to agree to disagree on it. I just, yeah. I, I really do enjoy it. I would recommend it to people. Um, if do you want to go into guts a bit more? Yeah, let's let's go into guts. Eh, volume two. Yeah. Uh, do you want to read the this? Uh, What's it? No, I'll let you because the synopsis I have is like five paragraphs long here on the back. Uh, let me see. If I, I've asked you to do it because I can't find it. Uh, <laughs> where is it? Well, maybe uh, maybe we won't say the synopsis actually because if someone hasn't read this, we've been quite good at not talking spoilers. Actually, um, you've mm, just like said. I did say what happened at the end of the other one, but 
I mean, any, anyone knows that they listen to this, they're going to get spoilers for anything we're talking about. I suppose, yeah. Uh, I don't know why I pretend that that's not happening. Uh, in this <laughs> in, in this one, uh, obviously, the girl, I can't remember her name, Zola, she's Zola. Um, been ki- she was kidnapped at the end of the last one, and it's just Wonder Woman going to hell to get her back. Um, yeah, so this collects issues 7 to 12. Meanwhile, um, in the background... Uh, all the other gods are aware of what Wonder Woman's doing, what who Zola is, uh, and they're forming their own plans, which is a simple way of putting it. Um, yeah. So this one was okay. Like I found this better than Volume One, but it's still not great. But I enjoyed it more than Volume One. Um, Wonder Woman kicked ass in it, and you know, like the story finally starts getting interesting. You know, particularly towards the end of the volume, I like the the new gods versus the old gods dynamic, and the way in which Solar's child has been drawn into it. And I'm curious to see where the relationship shifts are going to take Wonder Woman in the future volumes. So, yeah, you know, I, I think I that the that. main the main thing that turned the tide for me in this was Hephaest. What's it called? Hephaestes. Hephaestes. Yeah. And the whole Amazon baby storyline, I liked it. I think that plot line could really go somewhere interesting. Yeah, and so. I like I like to trying to escape hell and strive to get involved. I mean, I'll be honest as well. I'm not saying that nothing was like this before, but I feel like I've read some books since this has come out, which are trying to copy the style of writing, the mythology, and the artwork in this. I really? Feel like, like, yeah, I feel like a good example would be uh, Cry Havoc is a book I've got, which is about um, werewolves, um, werewolves, possibly vampires, if I remember, um, kind of being, and a kind of army conspiracy and all like that. But the colouring and the and is the quite the same, the, the harking back to the mythology, but in modern era with... Like, I'm sure she's pregnant as well, the lead character, but doesn't know she's pregnant and stuff like that. There's a lot... And I'm thinking of other ones, like, what was the... Not Firebird, the one which we both bought and then we went off and it won awards. Oh, Black, like, Blackbird, was it? Blackbird, yeah. yeah there's li- little things in them books I saw in this. I was like, oh, you know what? I'm I'm treading, I'm retreading on water I've previously paddled in here, but this was here first. So... I do think that it has it has inspired some people to think outside the box, be it how they write or how they draw or colour or deal with the old gods, as it were. Yeah, it's it's picking up in volume two. Like you know, it started to like get my attention, you know, because the story started rolling and things started happening. But mm. Azarello is weird. He'll give me something that I like, and then I start feeling excited, and then the next page. It'll be something that annoys the hell out of me. Like, it's just like, oh, you almost had me, and then it's like, what is this? So, no, I just thought the tone of the entire thing was just so melodramatic. Maybe that's just Azarello's style, but I don't know. Oh, well, I, I for one, enjoy. I enjoyed it. I love the bit where it takes off um, her cuffs so she can deal with. Um, with another god, like is it is it in this to reveal the cuffs or um, hold on, 
yeah, there you go. Do you, really, you strip yourself of your best defense, she takes her cuffs off against a god, and she's like, my defense, my cuffs were yours. Like, putting out, like, without the cuffs, I'm, like, almost immortal. Her eyes glow and everything. I loved that. I love, mm. like, that she wears the cuffs to hold back. I like, mean, it reminded me of Superior Spider-Man when he, he punches off Scorpion, Scorpion's jaw. And yeah. he's like, shit, has Peter Parker been holding back this entire time? Yeah, that's a good point. That was cool. I mean, the best thing about this series is how well written Wonder Woman is as a character. You know, the side characters I honestly still don't care about at all. Uh, but Do you Azarello, mean how well written she is? Yeah, Azarella does a fantastic job of making Wonder yeah. Woman feel like a genuinely strong female protagonist. You know, strong-willed, badass, but not cold and unfeeling. You know... Mm-hmm. I don't find any fault in the way that she's portrayed at all. Um, you know, it it just kind of sucks to have like an interesting story, a fantastic female lead, and then just silly writing. Like it just pulls me out of it. Like it just like annoys me. And no one, no one pulls him out of it. Not the pull wizard. <laughs> I mean, the art's still weird and inconsistent as well. Like, but that said, I did find it enjoyable. What would you, know, you give it? Uh, th- this one or the f- or the first one? Or... Uh, yeah, could do them diff- both. Both. I mean, what are we doing? Uh, stars or ten? I don't know. It's your show, mate. I think I think you chose last time. I think we're doing stars, aren't we? Because that's what stars. they do on Goodreads. We'll do stars. <laughs> so, yeah. uh, so the first one, I'll give it two stars. Yeah. And the second one, I'll give it three stars. Bloody hell. I mean, <laughs> I'm going to get, I'm going to bump up that average that you've just knocked down for them. Um, I'm going to give them, I want to say, I, and I want to say, I want to give them both five stars. Ah! But, but I haven't read them in a little while. Because um, it it was that long ago, I wouldn't mind rereading. But I remember that, like I was, I bombed through the first one, loved it, and then immediately got the second one, and loved that as well. And then I just had to, I took a break for other things. But I was like really riding a wave off of this. For I think it's what and got me to it got me to buy like I've got Wonder Woman Earth One, I've got another Wonder Woman actually I need to read. Um, but it just made me just go, yeah, I'm I'm in on this. I'm. I'm oh. I need so, to get th- Earth One. I've heard that's really good. That will probably be more about kind of like what you're what you're about because, I mean, the good segue here. Wonder Woman 1984. You've already kind of told me you enjoyed Wonder Woman 1984, and Earth One is kind of like that level of both serious and gritty, but with cheese layered on top. Yeah, I'm gonna read that. I think is there two volumes of it. I've heard it's really good. Yeah, there's only two so far. The final volume is still to come out, but yeah, it, uh, I've I've really liked it. Really, and I've got this really... this other Wonder Woman. Have you read Earth One? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've read Earth One, Volume One. Yeah, yeah. I've read both of them. Oh, you've read both of them. Yeah. Have you got the hard covers? Yeah. Ah, oh, I love I love a good hard cover. I've got Mate, a hard cover you're Wonder the Paul Woman. Wizard, I'm the hard wizard. Yeah, <laughs> I've got a hard cover Wonder Woman called uh, 
the true Amazon by Jill Thompson, and it I looks think that's like the one it's I've an, got as well. A hardcover, yeah. Yeah, does it look like a nursery rhyme book? Yeah, it looks really nice. It's got like a brown cover. Yeah, um, you know, you know where we got that in the uh, both of us. That was in that when what's his name was just doing twelve comic book, tw- uh, twelve graphic novels, mystery. Graphic oh, the Zavi Zavi mystery box. Yeah, yeah, it was like what was it like a fiver or something or twenty quid? I don't know, but it's <laughs> a bit of a difference. Yeah, but it was Thing. like you got like fifteen graphic novels in it, so we were like, it doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Yeah, but I'm, I'm going to read that because um, that looks like a cool Elseworlds story. So yeah going to read all the Wonder Woman. But yeah, I mean, you know, considering how much I like the first volume, I think it's definitely growing on me now. And I think it has potential for much more. So, you know, I'm slowly starting to warm up to it. You know, I'm not in love with it, but, you know, I'll read volume three. I don't know about volume four. We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'll be honest. Volume three, I enjoyed it, but you might have <laughs> what you've said you might struggle i think volume oh. three might be where you switch off oh god that might be it then three yeah. and done but uh yeah let's talk about wonder woman 1984 yeah are we doing <laughs> spoil- spoilers on this yeah. or full spoilers yeah so disclaim if you're not seeing the new wonder woman movie uh you might want to go and watch it and then you know pause this and and then listen when you've watched it but if you're not bothered, then continue to listen. Um, I mean, I, I can't wait to talk about this with you. We briefly spoke about it on Messenger, uh, but I think we're in the same camp. We both enjoyed it. Uh, maybe, yeah. maybe a guilty pleasure, even. Um, That's and exactly it, how I would put it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I felt a bit ashamed to admit that I enjoyed it as much <laughs> as I did. <laughs> like, when I put the rating on... Because I've got Letterbox, I rate on Letterbox, and then I share it on my Instagram story, uh, and then I put like a little poll, you know, like uh, you know, to vote if people liked it or if they didn't. And like most people, completely disliked that movie, as did everyone on the internet by the looks of it. It got critically panned, um, but I just thoroughly enjoyed it. <laughs> I actually think I liked it more than the first one because it was just oh, so no. much fun. No, like, no, it was, no. The first it was completely different, like so tonally different, and I think that's why I liked it more because it was more like just mad and like '90s superhero movie cheese, you know. Like, um, it was just like it was just a lot of fun, you know. <laughs> it's one but of the it... films where if you if you think about it, nothing makes sense. So just yeah. don't think about it. Exactly. As soon as as soon as that like magic wishing stone came into play. I was just like, okay, it's going to be like this. That's fine. I'm fine with that. You know, like, I am well and truly able to leave my brain at the door and just be like, this is a comic book movie. I'm reading an old 90s trashy Wonder Woman comic book, and I was totally fine with watching that, you know. I mean, like I say, it's been slated online. Like, reading some of the stuff on IMDb, feminist garbage, corny, campy, cheesy, cringy. Someone put... Pedro Pascal's acting was was amateur hour quality, <laughs> and for all of those reasons, is why I loved it. <laughs> I mean, the the weird thing about the cheesy like jabs at it is it's Wonder Woman, nineteen eighty four. The it, Patty Jenkins clearly sets it up in the opening credits after the awesome uh, scene with Cirque du Soleil, where they do like the opening events. So when she was a child. Um, 
when when she goes to the mall and stops those people robbing that little I love that shop. scene. She kicked ass. That but that's that's setting the tone for the whole film and yeah. it was something out of like Superman two, Superman three. It looked yeah. proper like I was like, Oh all right, this is gonna be a cheesy fucking film. Yeah. I'm fine with this and it yeah. just caught me on a good day, but the, I mean, yeah. there will have been days where I would have gone, I am not in the mood for this and it would have got like a zero off me. I feel yeah. like it just got me at the right moment, at yeah. the right time. Yeah, I completely agree. Like, I was in the mood for... You know when you're in the mood for a certain type of movie? Mm. And I was in the mood for some, like, 80s, 90s trashy cheese. And, yeah, it caught me on a good day. But I can completely understand if you hadn't... If you've been, if you've gone into this expecting another movie... And you got this. I can understand why people were up in arms about it. But um no, it was right up my street. And um I can't wait to like, you know, watch it again at some point. It's its biggest weakness, unfortunately, is the length of it. It's, oh man, yeah, it really dragged. Like they literally could have cut out an hour of that film. And it there would have been so like much, so much better. So much it like it kept going out. on and on and on, and I kept checking the time and going, "How long is left?" I think Abby yeah. even said at one point, "Is there much? Is there much left?" And I was like, "Holy shit!" There's like an hour left, and she was like, "How? Like it's still going?" Like, I mean, it just went I, on I could, and on. The, the the reason it went on for so long is because you had two stories going on. You had the Wonder Woman Pedro Pascal story. Uh, with Max a million or whatever the fuck he's called, uh, Max Lord, <laughs> and then you had. Oh, by the, the chi- way, I love to see that character. I see. I had no idea that Maxwell Lord was in this film. Like he's like an old school JLA character, you know. Like, well, and, yeah, um, I've, I, I think I, isn't he in? Does does he become the Eye or something like that? Does Maxwell Lord become like? I remember reading Batman Beyond, and it was like that I was the main oh, villain. Oh, yeah. And I feel I'm like not, they made I, Maxwell I Lord like, merge with it or something. I can't remember exactly, but um, I know the story you're talking about, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think that um, was Future's End, actually. But anyway, with a high track, I digress. The, 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 they then realised, they probably realised, well, Patty Jenkins is writing this film, shit, it's not really much of a fight, is it, between Pedro Pascal a guy in a suit who can make wishes, and Wonder Woman. So we need, like, some muscle. So they do the cheetah story as well, and that's what really filled out the extra time. But was it worth it for me? No. If anything, even though I was having a good time and enjoying the movie and eager to see where Cheetah was going, where it ended, I was bitterly disappointed with. The terrible CGI fight, Mm. which... Didn't age well, hasn't aged well in a week, and will, <laughs> and will not age well in about five, in five years. It's honestly like Phantom Menace level of of graphics. It's awful. Yeah, yeah, that was that wasn't good, and it was over so quickly as well. And then it was like, oh yeah, she's wearing like the gold armor, awesome. And then it was just like, oh, it's it's over. Yeah, I was like, she's got the gold armor on to just take punches. And once she's run out of punches, she's like, well, better kick some ass. And just <laughs> starts like, it's like, well, hold on. You could have just done that anyway. You didn't need yeah. the armor. Patty Jenkins uh, is really worrying me because she's never done a bad film as far as I'm concerned. 
Wonder Woman itself, the only thing I don't like it was the fact that they made Ares. They put that weird guy's that the guy from Harry Potter. <laughs> yeah, they put his face on that Professor muscly Lupin. body. Yeah, yeah, it yeah. Like it looked like Nigel Thornbury on roids. Yeah. It was fucking weird. Um, yeah, but that aside, that's a perfect movie. But bar that, I give it like a ninety-five percent rating. Um, what the this... first Wonder Woman? Oh, I love that. Like the bit where oh, she walks I'm out. I'm pretty onto sure the... that we no. both rated it a seven out of ten. I've I've since got got really more. I think I was more besmirched by that. Mustachio no, yeah, I remember the, the you didn't like the cookie duster, did you? No, but I think since then I've let it go and yeah, I'm quite yeah. happy with the rest of it. Like the no man's land scene will Oh yeah, that me, is fucking cool. It brings me scene. to tears every yeah. time. It brings me to tears now. Um, yeah, they're so different tonally those movies. Like I really did enjoy the first one. I thought it was very well done. I had some great moments in it. But if they were both put in front of me right now and I had to pick which one to watch yeah, the length of it is terribly long and it's got some dodgy things in it, but I'd pick 84 just just for the fun of it, you know, like, just to, like, just to enjoy again. There was some fantastic moments in it that, like, almost gave me chills. Like, you know, when she learned how to fly, I was just like, oh, my really? God. Really? That gave you chills? Mate, I was honestly. Like, I, like, I, it I was... was so corny, but I loved it. I absolutely loved it. And then the invisible jet. The invisible jet, oh, and I was like, "Oh my oh god, my she's god. going to the invisible jet!" Like, it was just so good. I I went, and then they drove through the fireworks, and I just got goosebumps. I was like, "Oh, this is so nice." I um, I, I the invisible jet thing. I did the same. I went, "Oh, she's gonna. This is her making the invisible jet. Great!" And then it was only after, like, whilst they're driving through the fireworks, I review. I immediately reviewed what I just saw and went, Does "She just say like." She practices invisibility. When did when did she have this power? And what? It's okay. I, let's not question this. No, but that's it's the just... thing. If you sit and question everything about this film, it makes no sense. Why did Chris Pine have to be in the body of another man when everyone else's wishes were perfectly fine? The best example I can give of this is that guy in Afghanistan wishes like the land is all his. And that it's all walled off. So guess what happens? Walls appear from out the ground and form around the land. It's not like men become walls within their body or a fence identifies as a wall now. Walls appeared. Why could Chris Pine not appear? Why did Wonder Woman have to have sex with another man who... Let's be honest, we only see this from Wonder Woman's point of view. This could be the greatest scam in history. The greatest ever chat-up line ever to work. Like, I'm, I'm him. Just do a bit of research. And also, Wonder Woman had no care in the world, considering she's so loving and everything, for this man's body's life. Like, this guy lost... Okay, she shagged him. That's in his top five moments, probably. But there's at least going to be, like... For four days, were his family not worried? Did he not yeah, have a job? that's exactly Did... what I was thinking at one point. I was like, right, this guy must have no life whatsoever for no one to notice he's missing from work or, like, family or anything. Like, does yeah. he just sit around in his flat all day and do nothing? It was really, really, like, that didn't need to be there. And that's what worries me, that Patty Jenkins has wrote a story which has more holes in it than a civic convention. When, <laughs> and she's going to be put in charge of a rogue squadron. Hold on, what? Do you not know she's... this? No. 
Oh my god! She's... Take her off it now. <laughs> She'll she's... ruin it. Because she's um, a pilot's daughter. She's always always wanted to write something oh. to do with pilots. That's why she oh, took right. the. Ca- I think she took the Captain. Mar- Did she take the Captain Marvel job? I don't know. Was that Patty Jenkins? Because that's a pilot. No, that's that's I someone think... else. That I think was it. Let me have a look. Captain Marvel film. Hold on. Sue directed that. Uh, oh no, Anna Boyden. Right. So yeah, but she really. Uh, Patty Jenkins has always wanted to write something to do with aviation flight mm. with, with with all that because she's a pilot's daughter, and so they've she's been given Rogue Squadron. Oh dear! <laughs> do, you be, yeah, well, do you think there'll be a bit in Rogue Squadron where they wish away Darth Vader? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. We'll see how that turns out. I guess, but um. I mean, is there anything else you want to talk about with this movie? I mean, we've covered a lot of it. Yeah, I mean, especially in the Chris's comics as well. I'm, I, I'm, I'd give it, like, if we're going to keep your star rating, I'd give it, like, a solid three stars. I enjoyed it, but it's too long. I can't really ever see myself ever revisiting it. And not beca- and it, it's on that basis alone that I have to, I'd have to be in the right mood and I'd have to have two and a half hours spur where I don't, I mean, what you, you've got two and a half hours spur. What do you do? Do you watch Wonder Woman nineteen eighty four, or do you put on Infinity War? Mm. I'm gonna always pick. Yeah, Infinity but you've War. got to be in the mood for that. That's intense. That movie. No, like... I don't have to be in the mood for Infinity War. Like Infinity War, like I can. I, it's intense, but I'm re- I'm always ready to be taken on that journey. This is something I have to be in the mood for. To so, fucking Pedro Pascal. React like a 1970s movie he's so, villain. He's so hammed it up, didn't he? Like it was oh, ridiculous yeah. that acting. Like it was. Like, it was at that point where like you don't know whether it's really good or really bad. And I was just the whole time I was like, "Is this good? I don't <laughs> know if it's good or not." I wanted every time he granted a wish, and he'd like you saw everyone's hair like blow in a wind. But then there'd be moments when they were inside, and I just wanted to zoom out, and there'd be someone there going. What, Pedro Pascal's just there, just blowing in his face? Yeah, 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 perfect. (laughs) I just, I loved it when he, like, grabbed someone. Don't you wish? (laughs) Yeah. It's just like... And, I mean, there's bits which could be cut out, like you said, like the bit where the son wishes... He wastes his wish, his son. Yeah. But that's, like, an entire 15-minute scene, 10-minute scene. And that goes nowhere. There was loads of those where, like, he'd get people to wish things. And then it'd go nowhere. Like, there was a scene where he got in a car and the traffic was dead busy. And he goes, don't you just wish that all the traffic would part like the Red Sea and you could just drive through? And I was like, oh, cool. We're going to get, like, a scene, like, in Truman Show where all the cars just, like, move. And, you know, he just go, and, and, and nothing happened. You didn't get to see anything. It was just <laughs> like, yeah, okay. And then nothing. It's like, where's the, where's the scene? Because like, they had to save the mud- money and the budget <laughs> for the big cheetah scene. <laughs> oh man I mean yeah it was it was a hot mess this film but I really enjoyed it I mean for me I could be in I'm always in the mood to watch this I give it a fucking four stars and I'm so ashamed fucking hell I'm really I'm so ashamed but I'm going I'm listening to my heart and I got all the corny feels and I'd always throw this movie on you know it's a perfect film for me to you know throw on the telly on my day off where I'm not really arsed, I'm chilling out, I'm playing with my phone, I've got that on in the background, 
you know, it's got cool score, it's got some cool visuals, apart from the cheer scene. Um, and it's 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 lovely just to watch Gal Gadot. You know, she's great. Plus, a lot of, mm. you know, well, I mean, I know a lot of people were saying that she couldn't act in this film at all, but... I, I didn't have a problem with her in this. I actually, I didn't even have a problem with Pedro Pascal. He was clearly doing what the job asked him to do. He was doing couple. Jim Carrey in Batman Forever. That's what he was doing. He was doing the Riddler. Like, yeah, yeah. And, and we actually pointed out Christi- that, that Christian Wiig was doing plot- Catwoman from Batman Returns. Yeah. <laughs> that plot thread, though, with like the broadcasting to all the tellies around the world and, and controlling their minds was ripped straight out of Batman Forever as well. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. That's what I mean. I'm really worried about Patty Jenkins right now. And then you said something else that they picked from another Batman film. Was it Batman and Robin with the Poison Ivy thing? Oh, Poison Ivy's character arc's the same, where she's like a yeah. dopey, like, r- with glasses on, and then she has an accident, and lo and behold, she's uh wants to get revenge on the world now. And she's like this, like, sexy, like, confident... Like yeah. person everyone's attracted to, and she's like holding court with everyone. Like it was, yeah. <laughs> it's like DC like, just went. How can we? It's like pimp my ride. We so we heard you like DC, <laughs> so we put some DC films in a DC film, so you have more DC for your DC. <laughs> Maybe that's why I liked it so much. <laughs> Fucking hell! <laughs> I think I mean the biggest crime of all for an eighties film which you must agree, is that it only had one 80s song in it. Oh, uh, yeah, that's true. That was a Why real Why they part. got... You know, you know, you're doing a really cheesy film set in the 80s. You want to get the tone right. Who should we get to get this, like, you know, Pedro Pascal's hamming it up. We're reliving old stories from the 90s. Who do we get in? Hans Zimmer to do all the soundtrack <laughs> No, like you got yeah. Frankie. Go- Frankie goes to Hollywood for one song. I would have liked Frankie goes to Hollywood to have done the whole fucking film. Yeah, that's a good point. But the score was amazing. You know, um, was it though? Ma- Can you hum one? Well, I mean, you got the little uh, Wonder Woman theme in there too. That was sort of wedged in at one point. But yeah, I mean, obviously this movie could have been a lot better and, you know, it's got a lot of holes in with some very questionable choices. I mean, uh, even Ryan Horn messaged me at one point to say, dude, really? Like, <laughs> he, couldn't, he couldn't believe that I enjoyed it so much. Um, but, you know, I am not ashamed. Guilty Surprised pleasure. it didn't get the horn. Wow. No, didn't get the horn. Do you want to talk about uh, the other books we've been reading briefly before we wrap it up? What other book have I been reading? Any other floppies from your pull list? I, I mean, that's what I mean. I've been without floppy for f- since the fifth no floppy. Now, mate. I'll talk about my floppies that I've been reading then. So, oh. did you get Miles Morales? Miles Morales? Did I pronounce that right then? Miles I think Morales. You did. Ma- I'll Miles. Lie. Miles Morales. Morales. <laughs> Morales. I had a stroke. <laughs> did, you get, did you get Miles Morales issue 22? Which one was that one? The latest one where he gets busy with Vulture's granddaughter. Oh, bloody hell, you spoiler king. No. It's on the cover. Well, hold on. Is it? Is it, though? It's Let on the cover. Let me have a cover. look at my orders now. No, not bids and offers, purchases. Right, hold on. 
No, number 22. When did it come out? Oh, like a couple of weeks back. Oh, here we go. No, it's on order. What do you mean it, it's on the cover? I'm looking at this cover right now, you fucking lying twat. And they're just... She's flying through the air. He's swinging next to her. Yeah, that's what I mean. Look, that doesn't mean they're getting it on. Well, you know... Just I mean, it was story, inevitable. We a knew story it was, yeah. with them. That's what I meant to say. You're not getting busy. Just, you know, a little story with them. Mm. Um, but, you know, it's it was a pretty mediocre issue. Story was fine. Didn't really blow me away. I just don't think Ahmed's writing's for me. You know, it's just kind of... It's not really oh. going anywhere. And the art is terrible. You know, hopefully they change artists soon. Um, and, you know, you've you've read the past issue, so you know about Ganky and Miles' ex. They're kind of having a romance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's really awkward. I don't like that. It's just... What, that the Eskimo brothers? <laughs> well, I mean, I like the relationship with Tiana and Miles. I think that's cute, you know. But if it doesn't get better in the next few issues, I'm thinking about dropping it, you know. Ooh. It's just kind of... It's on its last legs for me. Like, But I'll tell you something that was really good that I read from uh, the the Mouse's pull list that he sent me. Mm-hmm. Um, Homesick Pilots, issues one and two, I read. Uh, what is this on? I think it's Image. Just let me check. Yeah, every now and again, I'll ask to see Field Mouse's pull list because... You know, I trust his judgment most of the time, especially on comics anyway. And um, sometimes it pays off. You know, I'll go through the list and check them out. And on this occasion, it really did because I loved this one. Homesick Pilots on Image. Um, Dan Don, Dan Waters is the writer and Casper Wingergaard does the art. I'll read you the synopsis. So the team behind Limbo, Dan Waters... Um, he did Lucifer and Coffin Bound, and Casper Wingergaard. He did Star Wars, Peter Cannon, Thunderbolt. <laughs> um, launch a brand new ongoing series. In the summer of 1994, a haunted house walks across California. Inside is Amy, lead singer of a high school punk band who's been missing for weeks. How did she get there, and what do these ghosts want? Expect three chord songs and big bloody action that's Power Rangers meets The Shining. Yes, really. Now, that just sounds perfect for me, doesn't it? Yeah, but does it fulfill that requirement? It is. It's right up my street. I love the art. Like, it looks so good. I think he did... Is is he on that run of Star Wars that you're reading right now? Uh, Casper Wingergaard. Wingergaard, hold on. No. It might, no, it no, might no, no, be no. the new run that he's on, but yeah, the art is fantastic, and um, yeah, it's just it's so up my street. I loved every second of it. Like it's it's so wacky and really horror. Like like at one point, like I got so scared that I had a nightmare about it that night. <laughs> like it, I read it just before bed, and it genuinely gave me nightmares. Uh, but it's just such a cool, cool concept. Like. It's not just your regular haunted house gig. Like the house is like alive and traps people in it, but then she gets like special powers and goes hunting for these ghosts that have escaped from the house. Um, meanwhile, there's this all this going on with the punk band stuff. Like there's there's two bands. Like she's in a band and then there's a rival band. Um, 
it's just got a really cool vibe to it. You know, it's proper. It does feel dead nineties, and yeah, really good. I'm going to carry on with it. Oh, good. I like re- it when you find a little indie. Yeah, yeah, because it doesn't happen often. You know, I'm a creature of habit, and I stick to the big two. But something like that, you know, every now and again it comes along. Usually, uh, with thanks to Fieldmouse, you know, because he he loves uh, going through the indies. Um, but yeah, I do recommend it if you ever come across it. And uh, Star Wars High Republic issue one. Now, I'm not going to talk a lot. Yeah, about Yeah, damn it, straight, damn straight. You are you. I don't. You're literally <laughs> going to you are allowed to say how many pages are in it and <laughs> gratify you, and that's about it. I mean. I don't really want to um, even, you know, what's the word I'm looking for? I, I don't want to have you go into it with any kind of idea about like how I feel. Do you know what I mean? I want you to make your own mind up. So I know what you. I bet you. I can already tell from your tone that there's <laughs> not going to be too much. Like it's it's maybe left you. It's maybe not lived up to whatever. <laughs> you thought of in your head i don't because it's starting a whole new chapter thousands of years before the skywalker saga i wasn't expecting to go in guns blazing i was expecting a slow start but so. this is the thing with it you see it's actually a direct sequel to that novel by charles Soule, the light of the jedi so it kind of feel it doesn't feel like an issue what it's not an introduction it's like a continuation to all these characters and what they're up to. So I think I might be more invested if I'd read the book first. Oh, that's interesting. I didn't know. I thought the way it was advertised, I got the impression that the, the, the light, was it called the light of the Jedi? Yeah. Yeah. I got the impression that that was a novelization of this run from the yeah, way. That's that, what I thought too. The but it's way not, Marvel it's a... and Disney were pushing it. I definitely yeah. read it like that. No, it's not. It's actually the light of the Jedi is, the story that comes before this. Oh, I might read Light of the Jedi then. I mean, God forbid I have to read something without pictures, but <laughs> I'll do it for Star Wars, you know. Like, And I do feel like I'd, I'd enjoy it more if I'd read that book first because, I mean, all I have to okay. say about it is don't believe the hype. You know, it was okay, but I've kind of seen it all before. Like, I, I like the new characters, but I thought the plot was pretty predictable. So, But that's all I'll say, you know. Okay. Right. Um, yeah, I mean, do you want to talk about anything you've been reading, man? I, there's literally nothing for me to talk about because I've been reading books without pictures because uh, I've been trying to read Star Wars, Darth Vader, Carry On. I bought, I ordered three and four. Four arrived, but three didn't. So I waited and waited and waited. And three arrived like a few days back. I put it on my Instagram. It's arrived. Open the page. As soon as I open the page, you need to read Vader Down before you read this. So Vader Down arrived yesterday. And because I've been waiting for that, I've started on Star Wars. Uh, the, what was it? I think it's just called uh, just Skywalker. Called Wars. No, it's called Skywalker Strikes. Um, oh, that's the first volume. The title, first volume, and I'm two thirds of the way through it because I got interrupted yesterday. Um, so I, I've really got nothing too much to talk about, unfortunately. We'll, we'll talk about all those Star Wars books um, when you've when you've read them, you know, because I really want to go into all that. In fact, I'm going to reread them myself because I've got the floppies for both of those runs up to. Let me see. Where did I pull Vader up to? I'm surprised that you've not like framed one of them because I bet you some of the 
covers for that would have been a, a, a it's a good little Star Wars frame, which you, you don't you're weird with Star Wars. Not to like go off on no, not to go off on like a a tangent here, but you are one of the biggest Star Wars fans I know. I feel like it come it's up there with pizza. Mm-hmm. Um but you've got a tattoo of pizza, but no tattoos of Star Wars. Yeah, I'm I've got stuff planned basically like I love it so much I have to do it justice. You know, um just kind of the way that you're sort of thoroughly planning your comic book tattoos. Mm. You know, like you need to have the 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 right artist, the right design, you know, yeah. like you need to get it right. And I have like I mean, I've got my my arms like fully covered now pretty much, so I'm going to have to do my legs, but I've got like leg sleeves planned for like realistic portrait Star Wars stuff. So watch this space. <laughs> okay. But um, I yeah, have, so why, uh, Darth why would you not Vader. Just have, oh, I was going to say, just as an idea, you could have uh, Sarlacc tentacles coming out of your ass crack. <laughs> yeah. Then when I open up my bum hole, it's like yeah, the... <laughs> it's the Sarlacc pit. And then Boba Fett's just like hanging out. <laughs> you just keep you always t- just tell Abby, "Oh, I'm going for a wicked Boba." <laughs> So yeah, Darth Vader, that run from 2015, I pulled up to issue 17, and I did the same with Star Wars as well. I think after Vader Down, they brought out some new stuff, and I just couldn't keep up at the time, I just stopped. In fact, that was around the time that I got with Abby, and my comic buying just kind of stopped, and I started going on dates, so (laughs) that's what happened there. But yeah, what I'm going to do is, I'll reread them with you, and then I'll buy the trades to carry on. Uh, but they do actually run consecutively with each other, those titles. So they did like issue, issue one of Vader and then issue one of Star Wars and, you know, they, they switched it up. So if you read the volumes and switch it up, it, it would be quite a good flow, that, I think. Yeah, but, I know. Um, I'm, I'm even putting off reading Vader down because I want to see what happens at the end of this this Star Wars book because if it, like, if it shows, like, I can read another one and then Vader yeah. down... I mean, you could even, if you wanted to, like, be, like, really anal about it, um, you could read, like, one issue in the trade and then switch to the other issue in the other trade and kind of read it like that. I mean, I'll send you the link to this website uh, called Wikipedia, and it's actually all the Star Wars comic book canon in order, and that's the way I read it, you know, sort of, like, all in chronological order. Like, I started with Obi-Wan and Anakin and Kanan and then went through... And read it like that. I mean, if you really want to be a anal nerd about it all, I love how are a you, bit of continuity. How, how are you not a virgin? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so Star Wars, man. Star Wars comics as well. Star Shit. Wars comics are... I'm, I think they almost... In fact, we'll save it for the pod, but I think it'll be a really good episode because I think they're really underrated. Uh, yeah. I don't hear many people talk about Star Wars comics, but fuck the good. Yeah, they are. Yeah, we'll we'll talk about all of those another time. But I think that about wraps it up for this episode. So thanks for joining me, dude. Do you have anything no you'd like to plug? Yes, if you head over to www.talknerdy.uk, you can see we've got, had loads of stuff put up recently. I did a blog about uh, is Do- Doctor Who in good hands? It's not. Bibby did a blog about is Star Wars in good hands with Disney. It is. Um, and then there's been loads of podcasts with Clone Wars and Mandalorian. And we just today had a Cobra Kai episode 
come out of the podcast talking about all three seasons of Cobra Kai and on top of all the stuff that's normally on there yeah just go over to that website and just see all the cool shit we've put out you know something that we never ever plug go on talk shirty to me oh yeah (laughs) we never talk about talk shirty for those of you who don't know JB and I have a t-shirt Instagram where we post all of our t-shirts that we own collectively you know we love merch so all of our band t-shirts and film t-shirts, stuff like that, we're posting on there. So go and follow that. It's at talk underscore shirty underscore two underscore me. I know you hate the underscores, dude. I know, but it's it's it had to be done because some prick had took talk shirty to me and then made no posts or nothing yeah, at all. Just I some fucker. That. Just take Like, fuck you. Just go away. Yeah, so but, go, yeah. And, go and follow that because... Um, you know, we we enjoy uh, nerding out with our t-shirt collection. It's quite it's funny. It's my cause... turn as well, isn't it? It's my turn. So oh yeah, we, I... we we do it in turn as well. So uh... yeah, you can tell which ones are Chris's and which ones are mine. Chris's are the ones that are uh, e- like perfectly aligned, equilateral, <laughs> um, crisp, clean. Definitely, a photographer's took it. My one is hung up in front of me curtains. And in I the just dark, make sure that in the in the not in the well, that's Sometimes how that with a curry is. stain all over the t-shirt. That was that was one stain. That was one stain, and I'd been I was hungry, and I just I wanted to show off the shirt. But the point being, you see, is you're making that, a schoolboy error. Like I always take my pictures before I put them on. Like I'll get. Them I out. don't know that I want to. Do, I wake up in the morning. I have a shower. I then. Do my, I do my hair. You need to prioritise. <laughs> you need to do the, the Instagram first, man. It's the priority. No, I then then I grab a shirt. Then I'll go downstairs and make me brekkie. And it's only like as I come out the kitchen from making my breakfast, I have a look and see what I'm wearing. And if I've not worn the shirt before, I'm like, oh, crap, I've got to take a photo of this. But by then, there might be an egg stain. Uh, I mean, for me, it's like the first thing I do in the morning. Like, I I get my outfit. And sometimes before I've even put on a single item of clothing, I'll go and put it next to the window and squat in the nude and take a picture of it. So <laughs> if I have my curtains open, then I'm terribly sorry to all the residents of Birkdale. But um, that's They've how I They've seen your roll. boba. <laughs> They've seen my boba in the Sarlacc pit. <laughs> oh, fucking hell. <laughs> anyway um as for me if you want to follow um my personal account on instagram you can do it's at chris j wakefield and follow the show at chris's comics podcast on facebook and instagram and like rate and review on apple write a quick review it makes massive differences and send me a message at chris's comics podcast at gmail.com so thank you everybody for listening over and out Bye.